Hey everyone, this is What Year Is It? He's Christian, I'm Tyler, and today we're going to be talking about The Grinch, a movie review. Technically, it's uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, just to clarify. This is the uh, the one from uh, 2000 uh, with Jim Carrey. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, as Christian said, yeah, um, the full title is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, the release date of this movie was November 8th, 2000, uh, and Christian's again correct, starring Jim Carrey as the Grinch. It was uh, directed by Ron Howard as a live-action adaption of the original book with uh, the same title by Dr. Seuss. Jim Carrey had the title role of the Grinch, if you didn't figure that out. From the first three times we said it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just want to clarify. All right. uh, Now we should move into a little bit of a summary of the movie. So, um, uh, well, obviously, you know, this is, um, you know, this this is more like a Christmas special, so... uh, I wouldn't take us too too seriously. On yeah, it. Merry Christmas. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be released uh, either late night Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So uh, Merry Christmas to everyone listening. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, well then, Happy Holidays. I assume. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Merry Festmas. If you get my drift. Merry Kwanzaa. You know, whatever. Um, um, so I mean, going on to the summary, I'm pretty sure everyone has seen this movie or knows the story of the Grinch. Like, there's the new animated movie, there's this movie, there's the old cartoon, and then there's the book. It, it's kind of hard not to know who the Grinch is, especially with our very Christmas-oriented uh, focus. Oh, spe- yeah, especially in the United America. States. Yeah. <laughs> with So, um, basically, uh, if you don't know the story of the Grinch, though, a uh, brief summary. Um, you have the Grinch, who is a uh, big, hairy, green guy who hates Christmas. Um, and then uh, in, in this movie, we actually get a specific reason as to why he hates Christmas, um, his origin. Uh, he was humiliated on Christmas by the other kids in the town of Whoville because he was green and hairy as a kid. Um, and they all loved Christmas, and he hated Christmas because they all bullied him uh, at Christmas time. And uh, so he goes to live up on the mountaintop, um, ah, I'm drawing a blank on the mountaintop's name. Um, I don't remember the mountaintop's name, but um, one of the key focus points I feel like you didn't touch on, though, is uh, he feels that all of the Who's in Whoville have lost their touch of Christmas and at the same time because he thinks that Christmas is all about the presents because it's how the Who's make it seem. Yeah. And uh, throughout the movie, they kind of like go in and address in that and everyone thinks, you know, it's about presents. Uh, yeah, so anyways, um, if you don't know the story of the Grinch, uh, obviously it's how the Grinch stole Christmas. So Grinch doesn't like the Who's. Christmas time comes around. Um, he goes and he tries to steal Christmas uh, away from the Who's, basically by going house to house and taking all their decorations and presents uh, and food and everything. Um, and then once he uh, successfully steals all the stuff, um, he goes back to his mountaintop to celebrate his victory. Um, and then he re- he sees that the Who's still celebrate Christmas, even without all their materialistic stuff. Um, and he realized that uh, maybe there's something is, you know, more to Christmas than just the stuff. Uh, and they say, you know, his heart grew two sizes, you know, that day. Um, and he uh, had a change of heart and decided to give all the stuff back. So, yeah, it's a story of somebody who uh, basically a Scrooge, somebody who hated Christmas uh, because he thought it was all about the stuff. And then when he realized it was more than just about getting stuff, um, 
he had a change of heart and beca- became uh you know uh, avid lover of christmas actually yeah i agree with that <clears throat> i just realized i did my tick again um I mean, if the plot on it, I, I think it's really good. They kind of put a twist to the original book uh, and how Dr. Seuss, uh, Dr. Seuss originally made the book and, you know, the original cartoon. Uh, and I like the way they did it, actually. Uh, you know, they start off by making him to be this scary monster that everyone in Whoville really is utterly terrified of, to oh, be yeah. fair. And then how, how does Cindy Lou Who even come across him again? Uh, well, in the original stories, he was literally just like a one-liner, you know, somebody who wakes up in the middle of the night. But in this adaptation, um, Cindy Lou, who is like a main character, um, and she comes across him uh, by a story because, you know, some I think her dad mentioned the Grinch. And then, you know, she is curious about who the Grinch actually was because he's more like an urban legend um, to a lot of people in town because they don't like to talk about him, obviously. And um, uh, but she thinks Christmas should be enjoyed by everybody. So she wants to include the Grinch in Christmas. So she goes up to his mountaintop uh, hideout and invites him down to their uh, Christmas festival, which is uh, called the. Um, wow, I probably should have refreshed on my uh, Whoville sling, uh, yeah, slang terms before I came. Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't remember. Um, wait, wait, wait. Who? who the cheermeister? Uh, huh? The who's meister? The cheermeister. Yeah, the cheermeister. Yeah, the cheermeister fest. Uh, what 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 was the name of the actual festival though? It was the um. um the Hubilation. Oh, yeah. The Hubilation. Hubilation yeah, that's and, what it was. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, the the person that deserves to, you know, the most Christmas love or whatever, or deserves, has really earned the Christmas spirit or showed it the most or is the most in need of it, gets to be the holiday cheermeister. Well, everyone cheers them on. They get to be the main judge for all the food fests, and they, you know, they compete in the, the uh, what is, what do they call it when you're like in the potato sack and you're jumping race? Was it just a sack race? Yeah, I mean, it, it was all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, just a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah, Christmas-themed stuff, you know. It, and it's great. And then uh, at the end of it, the festival, the mayor decides to give the Grinch a uh, a Christmas shave. And by that, uh, touching back on one of the backstories they touched in a little earlier in the movie, they show that the Grinch initially became mad because there was a girl that liked him. And he decided he was going to try to shave himself because everyone kept saying he was ugly and she wouldn't like him because he was hairy. So he shaved and he ended up having a bunch of patches on his face and everyone uh, made fun of him for it. So he ran away and hid into the mountain. And then the gift they decided to give the holiday cheermeister to make, you know, to repair his thoughts on Christmas is a razor to shave again. The original one he shaved with. Yeah, the mayor didn't like him. The mayor was one of his bullies as a kid, though, too. And obviously he was into um, Martha May. Yep, exactly. Martha May was uh, the Grinch's lover. Yeah. Oh, and, and the mayor's lover. Yeah, they were kind of a little love triangle there. That's why they and then each other. once he noticed that, uh, the mayor's like, I'm going to propose to Martha May in front of him immediately after he gave him the Christmas shave gift or whatever and gave her an offered a nice car and the ring. And he's just like, if you marry me, you get this new car. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty funny. And so, but yeah, basically that sent the Grinch to a grave. I love like, how the Grinch handles that situation. He just it, burns the town down, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, scratch the paint, gets everybody's attention. He's just like, all right, cool. Let's set everything on fire. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's about the gifts. Yeah, I mean, he even goes on a little rant there. It's all about the gifts, you know, the nice stuff. And gifts, 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 gifts. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Jim uh, Carrey, I mean, we're not really there right now, but Jim Carrey we're not, did we're that not great. We're not there yeah. now. It was... I'm not analyzing him just yet, but uh, 
it, it's a pretty good. And then um, he goes and he decides, all right, I'm going to ruin their Christmas because they uh, they really attacked me there. Yeah. And so he decides to steal everything. And then when everybody wakes up, um, what was it? The mayor was like, you know, invite the Grinch, ruin Christmas. Invite the Grinch, ruin Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, he was – and then Cindy Lou, whose father, you know, she's like, I don't need Chris for uh, Christmas. I got my family. And, you yeah. Know, and then everybody started celebrating stuff, and when the Grinch heard that, his heart grew two sizes big. Um, and the Grinch flies back down with all this stuff, you know, offers to be arrested and apologizes. He doesn't get arrested. And then he – him and Martha May get together. And yep. Happy ending. Pretty good, a pretty good movie. Yeah. I mean – that's the basic plot. It's, it's incredibly complicated, if I'm being honest. It's a little everywhere. It's Dr. Seuss. What do you expect? And a Tim Burton. Uh, not a Tim Burton, but a... No, um, it's not Tim Burton. Yeah, it's a uh, Ron Howard, but um, with Tim Burton-esque. Uh, it's very Tim Burton-esque, but I love yeah. that about it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Okay, and um, now going into kind of like the creative touches of the movie, I mean, the whole movie is just... I love that movie. It's just great. You remember in all, almost every... Every movie review we do, I always go on and on and on about one specific thing that this movie does incredibly well. Practical effects? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love practical effects, and they do so well. The way they do the makeup. Do you know, we were so good on the PG, and we're talking about the Grinch, and then you had to go and drop the F-bomb, right? Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll stop. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to get better. I was doing good. Uh it's so good. The movie would just be an entirely new, different movie if it was CGI. You'd be able to tell. It just oh, wouldn't yeah. look as good. I mean, the entire set and everything with how complicated it was. I mean, it, 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 like all the Whovilles, they were all like modeled faces, and it was just yeah, so. The who, yeah, the Who's had all, it was all makeup. It wasn't CGI or anything. Exactly. Else. And I love how they did that. It just made it fantastic. It just gave it a sense of realism, like you were there kind of thing. You could feel everything. And I think one thing I love about the movie. Um, is the dark undertones they give throughout the movie. Like, it's supposed to be happy and cheerful. It's Christmas, I mean. But, like, the beginning of the movie when they're going through Whoville all the time, like, everything just, like, there's, it's constant, like, a constant rush, and there's just a sense of, like, darkness. Like, the 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 way they color-schemed it, it just... It's like the colors are bright, and the colors are there, and it's like, you think Christmas, but, like I I mentioned... um, it's like, like mute it, but saturate it like black and white with like some red pop in red, but like it gives it a dark feel the entire time yeah. in Whoville. It, it, very term, Tim Burton. That's what I'm like saying. Yeah, said. so yeah, Tim Burton esque. Like, if you look at it, like Edward Scissorhands, you know, like all the pastel colors they use, but like you could, I don't like, even think it was on that level. I, I but I mean, like the color you, grade in that movie is fantastic. It's yeah. completely different. The way they somehow have everything super colorful but dark and mysterious at the same yeah. time mm-hmm. i feel like it's like the equivalent of being like a super bright supermarket and like the lights are flickering kind of giving it like a little bit of darkness while everything yeah. stays saturated yeah i, I think that's it, it just it gives whoville a whole lot of depth yeah and i love that and you know, obviously you know everything in whoville is you know the crazy curves and the bends and everything you know the, the like over over dramatic everything is overly dramatic you know like, overly dramatic and extra is all hell yeah everything you know everything you have like the just like the crazy scaling on sizes of things like you have like the really small cars you have really big cars you know just like really small people really big people it's just like the scary doctor who yeah and i love that it's like uh dr zeus is just you know yeah it's it's, it's dr zeus styles you know it's dr seuss uh, i feel like with the way they took uh whoville they took a lot of inspiration from the book uh uh redfish bluefish uh one fish two fish yeah 
cool fish. Uh, I don't remember the whole name if I'm being honest. I think it's just uh, is it one blue. two fit one fish I, two fish red fish blue fish is that it? Yeah, I think that's the entire title. Yeah, I think that's it. But um, I feel like they took a lot of inspiration for that because everything's so different and creative, and every single character they made has their own unique personality and they do a good job of showing that even through the little small scenes they put them through even yeah. in the background and i love that not many sh- not many movies put that much effort into that well yeah i mean and you think about it like like the original animated version i think is like 15 minutes maybe 30 minutes at most and like the book is really short so like they took like that and turned it into a full feature film you know and they they put a lot of de- i don't know Han- ron howard super well but from what I see in this movie, even though it's, you know, a gag Christmas movie, it's it's incredibly well done. Uh, just the color grading is some of the best I've seen in any movie. The practical effects, some of the best I've seen in any movie. Not quite, you know, up there with like Jurassic Park and everything, but it's really good. And, it, you know, keeps the realism, makes you feel like you're there. Um, I mean, I don't There, It's just... It's great. And the way – all right, so now moving on to uh, more creative things. The way Jim Carrey handled the Grinch. How did you feel about that? Well, I mean, it's Jim Carrey. Um, and how many – I mean, goofy, crazy, over-the-top characters are kind of like his entire thing. I mean, you have, like, uh, the mask. You know, like that entire thing is a goofy, over-the-top, crazy character. Yeah. Um, and you can definitely tell – I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody could have played it better than Jim Carrey. I couldn't I mean, imagine just anyone like, else's – the Grinch honestly he's just so I mean he's just you know he's so over the top that's just his acting style and you know and he, he plays it so well in the Grinch because you know the Grinch has that dynamic you know it's just like that like okay this guy's kind of like actually insane like this guy's actually mentally like unstable <laughs> yeah I like and I like the humor he brings to the whole oh thing. for sure yeah with all, all the scenes when he's inside um when he's on, on in his uh his little hideaway yeah dude there, there's there, there's some of the best scenes in the movie you know when he's when he's trying to uh, not uh, block out the who's singing Oh, <laughs> or when he's uh, he going through his daily plans and like you know he's uh, just talking to him, you know wallowing self pity. Uh, can't I can't cancel that again? <laughs> yeah. Dinner with myself. I can't. I cancel. <laughs> I can't cancel that again. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, when he's going through his planner or like um his his uh, messages, his outgoing message or whatever, you know. And I, I never, I didn't look too much into the behind the scenes of this movie, but. One thing I know that Jim Carrey always brings to the table is he brings a lot of improv humor to the movie, and I can just imagine a lot of the stuff we actually found funny was the improv uh, humor he put into that. That's, yeah. that's not all pure writing, and he does a, such a good job mm-hmm. of that. I, I I can't stress enough how great of an actor he is just for that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so, curious. Uh, yeah, uh, we talked a lot about uh, the, the dialogues. You know, there's some of the humor that's in there. Um, it, it just, you know, the, even the back and forth. Like, like a, a lot of the dia- the dialogue humor is the Grinch talking to himself. You know, it's like he's not really talking to anybody else. He's literally just like it seems like his multiple personality. He's literally talking to him. It's like, oh, like should I be the good guy? Or, oh, should I be? You know, like, you can see the conflict the entire movie. Or, like, what should I be? Like, should I do the good thing or should I do the bad thing? I think know? it takes a lot of skill because he's having to be two people at once. Exactly. Yeah. Or just hold that conversation and keep it going and make sure it's not boring for anybody. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of skill. Or even when he's and talking a lot to his pressure. dog. Oh yeah. You can tell like his dog is like his like like he looks at him as if he's like the good side. You know like. Like, yeah, obviously the dog isn't actually talking to him, but like you can tell, like the dog symbolizes like his, you know, the good, his good half, and then obviously himself is his bad half. Yeah, yep, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, good old Max. I mean, I think the movie is uh, it's definitely a big symbolization of you know 
Christmas isn't about the gifts. It's about being with your family and celebrating, you know, enjoying the presence of your loved ones and everything. I know a lot of people argue um, they hate the idea of, you know, you need a holiday to do that. But um, I think it's a good idea to have holidays because it's so easy to get caught up in life and just forget about absolutely everything coming from experience. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's a good meaning. I think it's good that we have holidays like that or just movies like this to kind of like help us embrace. I mean, I feel like it's almost like a tradition to watch this every year around Christmas time. I mean, this is the one movie I don't get tired of every Christmas. Exactly. I, I watch this every year. Um, this one and Elf, honestly, I watch every year, but you know, we're not talking about Elf here. Um, <laughs> That's the one movie I haven't seen this year yet. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I've sat down and watched, but I mean, you know, I've been so busy this year. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, it's... I, I like the what it means and what it symbolizes and stuff. I mean, I think you, anything you uh, – what do you like and dislike about the movie, though? Yeah, so a little opinions here. Um, obviously, we talked about a lot about what we like about the movie. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things I like, a lot of things we already mentioned, um, just the, the overall, you know, the color schemes, the, uh, a lot of the cinematography. Uh, obviously, I love Jim Carrey uh, as the Grinch. Um I loved I loved a lot of the characters, but uh, my pause probably for my, some of my first dislikes. I don't know if you agree with this. Um, is some of the characters I felt were just totally unnecessary, um, like the the mayor's sidekick guy or whatever, who's like you know just a yes man or whatever. I was like that you know like he's more annoying than like funny ever, in my opinion. Anyways, like you know like when he shaves, I agree with when that. he shaves his head when the mayor gets his head shaved, like that just seems like annoying and pointless. Um, the dad care or the brother characters. Uh, Cindy Lou Who's Brothers, you know, they just seem really pointless. Uh, the little side arc with Martha May and um, Cindy Lou Who's Mom, I forget her name, uh, and, like, the light, the whole light show thing. Like, while, while that seemed was funny, it just seemed like that entire, like... It was, it was complete. It was, it was it, specifically it, it just, to try to make you laugh kind of thing. It was, like, it was, like, it was, like, it was a forced, like, laugh filler. I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, but, yeah, so there's there's just some, you know, just, just some small, some small scene type stuff where I was, like... It didn't seem necessary, and like you know, like that—that's the stuff you don't remember. Yeah. It, like we're, obviously, we're doing a review on it, so we're we're looking at everything. But like that's not the stuff you remember about the movie. You know, you remember the scenes like when he's sitting there and he's like, you know, like I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. You know, with the echo scene or whatever. You know, it was like honestly, the, I love that. Scene, yeah, like though. just like you remember like that kind of stuff. But you don't remember really like the like the, the stupid brothers or the mayor's stupid side. The, the, the brothers or were his, so his parents, and they were the so... Grinch's the Grinch's adopted parents, like. Some of those things was like, was that really necessary? You know, was it was it necessary to give him parents or? I mean, like obviously you had to have something growing up, but like didn't like spend so much time. Like they didn't really spend that much time on him. Even like I'm, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I think the origin story. I my dislikes with the movie. I think my number one dislike and probably my biggest gripe with the movie is it. It's supposed to be a kid oriented movie, and I get Jim Carrey's not generally a kid oriented actor, but he does a good job of it when he does. Is I didn't like how many of the characters were incredibly uh i'm trying to the best word i can use to describe it in you know a pg way is busty oh yeah for the, sure. like that uh martha may was such a busty character for a kid's movie and i it was just yeah, it, she it was unnecessary hyper sexualized for a children's movie if for a children's movie it was just it was unnecessary mm -hmm. i didn't like that uh i mean well there was a there was a couple scenes in there i was like was that like, i didn't like the brothers uh, they they seem monotone. There's a lot of filler scenes for the movie, but I don't blame him. It's hard. And the backstory for the Grinch was very half-assed. It wasn't done super well. I mean, 
wow. I mean, there really was no backstory other than like, it, he was an angry it, it guy. It's literally just like, I'm an angry kid. Now I'm going to run to the mountains forever. Nobody's ever going to look for me there. Like I, in the original book, I don't even think there was that much of a backstory. I think it was like the Grinch. Like there he, was no backstory yeah, like whatsoever. The, the Grinch is just the Grinch. Like This is just who he is. He just exists. I don't even have a problem that they gave him a backstory. It's just it's such a bad one. Honestly, yeah, it's like I mean I understand like being like the being bullied and hating Christmas because that it's like understandable, but like, but like, like I'm parents. bullied, I hate Christmas, and now I'm gonna run away at twelve and live in the mountains until I get till my forties. Yeah, yep, yep. That's that. That what? I just I don't. I think that's so redundant. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. I feel like the the writers could have spent a lot more time with that. Or put a little bit more brain power into them. They could have been mm-hmm. a yeah. little better. Uh, I mean, I'm not a writer, so I don't know how difficult it was. But I feel like I could come up with something. You give me a, like a day. Yeah, I mean, maybe not a day, but yeah, maybe just a little bit, a little bit more time on the backstory, you know, or like you know, his his actual reason for hating Christmas or whatever, you know, um, because like you know, being bullied or whatever, you know, like like maybe like yeah, I hate bullies or I hate people, but like. You know, like the whole hating Christmas thing, like just because it was on Christmas time, he hates Christmas. You know, like he got bullied, like he happened to get bullied that one time at Christmas, so he hates Christmas forever. You know, um, which also, is it just me? Or are you kind of confused on the fact, like, does Whoville only celebrate Christmas, and do they just wait 365 days a year just for Christmas? Because, yeah, like, so Whoville, it, it's a, it's a, like as much depth that they put into all the characters and stuff in the movie that that was one of the things I was always confused about is like, why is Christmas so important out of everything in their lives going? Why is everything revolve around Christmas? Is it because they're on a snowflake and it's they gonna eventually a, melt? They live on a snowflake, so you know, like, or is it like like uh, Horton hears a who where it's a speck on a snowflake? Yeah. Well, Horton hears a I mean, Horton hears a who, uh, yeah, it's that it's another, another thing, you know, that they live on a speck on, on a dandelion, right? But they're who's. Yeah, so, like, are They're who's, still who's. Yeah, it's, like, the same universe. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I, Dr. I, Dr. I feel Seuss like they're the same. What if, what if that's, like, the Grinch is on that speck that Horton hears a who hears? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it's, and the one's a snowflake, the one's a speck. Maybe they're all, I don't know. They're some kind of weird subculture of microorganism. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I love Dr. Seuss. It's Dr. Seuss. You know, he, I'm sure he wasn't thinking about, you know, the, you know, the, the small details of the who's and. Oh, no, he definitely was. I mean, just read some of the books. I don't, I don't think. It's it's a a children's book. It's going to teach you a lesson. You know, that's the point of it. You know, like, here's a story and here's what I'm trying to teach you from it. Although I like the way he does it. The, the, the cartoon styles and the character design. And I've always loved Dr. Seuss, but I've also kind of loved him a little bit more because me and him share a birthday, March Mm -hmm. 2nd. And generally all of his movies come out on march 2nd oh well, this one came out in november but but that was because christmas time it's a yeah. christmas movie but then like horton here's a who march 2nd uh the lorax march 2nd and like it just kind of you know drew me to dr seuss a lot more i don't mm-hmm. know gave me a different connection with him yeah i mean i mean i i think i like these adaptations of dr seuss um you know like the the 2003 um cat in the hat with uh, Mike Myers, which is another one. Like they take these characters who generally don't play like super childish type roles, and they put them in like what's supposed to be a children's book, you know. And they and they put a whole dark spin on everything, you know. Like Mike Myers is like Austin Powers, like like a lot of characters yeah. in Austin Powers, which obviously is not a children's movie, you know. Like and it all uh, Cat in the Hat has those same undertone, like dark undertones. Yeah, it's like okay, this is kind of like dark for like you know what the topic is. I but. I, I completely agree with that. I love the way they do that. I, I don't know if you knew this, but actually, did you know that Stanley and Dr. Seuss used to um, work together in the military? Yeah, yeah, they were both. Yeah, like they weren't actually like 
enlisted or anything, but they were just there to like as morale boosters. Well, they were they were enlisted, but like they were like special forces because like they were kind of special forces like uh, Forrest Gump. You know, you had like a specialty like ping pong or something. But they they wrote books to kind of bring up the morale of all the soldiers. yeah. That, that was their entire thing was just to write. and if you think about it, like both of them, the way they grew into like the cinematic universe, I think that's really cool. The way that uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah that, that's really cool. Obviously, you know. Um, I don't. I don't think Doctor Zeus ever really intended his stuff to go to the big screen. Um, I mean, if you read his books, would you think that? No, they're like, they're like they're like ten, fifteen page books, you know. Exactly. As opposed to you know like an entire comic universe, which Stan Lee wrote or helped write, really. Um, I feel like it's like if you turn the Pigeon Road uh, rides the bus into like a full length movie. It, it, it's why do you need to? Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I'm glad they it's, did. It's at great the same that time. they did. Yeah, like, I like, love that they did that. Yeah. It, it's something completely new, and you don't really see too often. I. I can't yeah. help but to absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah. I, this this episode is going to be a lot more shorter than the other ones we normally do. Um, I don't know how we could really stretch this out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, it's a grand, it's a you know it's a review of you know Grinch. It's it more more of a Christmas special type of deal. Um, obviously, it's not. I mean, you know, take everything we say here with a grain of salt. Obviously, that's kind of you know just a more chill, relaxed type. Uh, you know, like we're like we're like we're uh, hard analyzing. Uh, children's movie basically you know? we're, we're hard analyzing a christmas children movie which yeah. is a, not a very it's a very niche niche yeah very very niche thing and it's not an incredibly you know sought after uh you know move demographic kind of thing yeah you know it's, it's like all the, the details just you know it's a cute christmas movie kind of thing yeah uh so with that we're are we're gonna move into the conclusion um so would you recommend this movie, sir? Uh, so in terms of good or bad, um, obviously I think it's good. You know, this, this, is, this is good for me. And in terms of recommendation, um, yeah, I recommend this to literally anybody who uh, enjoys a good funny movie, even if you don't, even if you don't celebrate Christmas. Um, <clears throat> if Christmas isn't necessarily a thing, yeah, I recommend this just as a good funny movie. It's a classic Jim Carrey piece, and I love Jim Carrey as an actor. Um, and I it obviously has a good you know moral story behind it. You know. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously this is a, definitely a good recommendation. Uh, and if I had to rate the movie out of ten, um, like a, a, like a serious, you know, out of ten rating, and you know, I probably put it up in the the eight to eight and a half rating um, for you know watchability. Like yeah, I'd probably I, you know I watch it every year, so obviously I I would watch it again. You know, uh, I, I'd have to. I'm gonna concur with you. I I love the movie. I highly recommend it. I, one thing I love about it is it's it's I think it's good no matter how old you are. Yeah, it 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 just rank, maintains that value. Like if you don't, if you don't get the innuendos, then you don't get them. You're like you're still you're still innocent. But if you do, it adds just another layer. It adds another layer of humor, and so you know it's great for the adults. And they're not like terrible innuendos, minus you know Martha May. It gets a little interesting with her. Um, watchability, I I'd give it a good nine. If I'm rating the movie altogether, it'd probably be like a. 7.2 for me yeah like, it's a great movie but it's you know it's not like a fantastic movie it's just meant yes yeah, it's, kind of that's not a, it's not a cinema masterpiece or anything it's exactly not, it's not, exactly you know, but it's it's still incredible for, for what, what it is. is yeah for what it is it's like okay they, they knocked that apart for what they were trying to do i think they accomplished everything they were trying to accomplish with the movie i, I think they accomplished that and more to be I mean, the fact that it's like a classic now you know it's like everybody you know like everybody watches the Grinch. At least everybody I know. I don't know anybody that hasn't seen this movie at least once. Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, one of those movies, like Home Alone. Like if you don't, if you know someone, and then they say they haven't seen the movie, you're just like, you haven't seen that. Who yeah. hasn't seen this movie? Yeah, it's it's like one of those, like Rocky. 
uh, it's, it's a classic that everybody you, you feel like everybody uh, has seen. Maybe, maybe that's us on the you know American East Coast culture, but you know it's it's definitely uh, I, in I, my culture at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that, I guess that means we have to sign off now. So uh, I'm Christian. He's Tyler. Uh, this has been what year is it? And stay warm, guys. Merry Christmas, y'all.